For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Yeah, good morning everyone. Welcome to Tradies News in a Nutshell. It is Friday morning. Happy Friday everyone. The 19th of August 2022. Daniel Pedgrew in the chair for the next hour. Broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. SEN Q693 AM in Brisbane. SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. 1300 01 1170 the phone number. You can text 0457 736 736 if you want to get in touch this morning. Big show. We'll look back at last night's incredible game. Penrith 26 over South Sydney 22 in just a second. Charlie Goodsir will join me in about half an hour. We will preview the rest of round 23 of the NRL and also look around to the uh, look ahead to the NRLW that begins tomorrow afternoon out at Parramatta. Plus a bit of other news going on. The grand final finally has been decided for this year. A bit of news about Craig Bellamy as well today and we'll bring you up to speed with all the other headlines as well, let you know what's going on in the AFL this weekend as well. So plenty to get through as per usual at one and a half past five. The Hot Topic thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rain. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. Now, just before we get to last night's game, we'll play the highlights in a second. Penrith, 26 over the South Sydney Rabbitohs, 22. With apologies to South Sydney fans, uh, Liam Martin scoring with two minutes remaining. Got me thinking, and I want to hear your nominations, and there are plenty of nominations. South fans will have a few, I'm sure. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Fairy tale finishes in rugby league. Thrilling endings. There's been a heap of them. Uh, Origin. There's a few in Origin, a few in normal games. There's one particular year between Souths and the Roosters where it happened twice. Uh, one each. Your thrilling endings to a rugby league game. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Your thrilling endings to a rugby league game. We will get to your texts and calls in a second, but first let's have a listen to the highlights from last night's game where Penrith 26 defeated South Sydney 22. He runs 60 metres to the try line and he gets the first try of the night. The Panthers are leading. It's 4-0 over the Rabbitohs. They've come down a short side. Walker, Walker out the back. Who else? Alex Johnson gets the first for the Rabbitohs. They bounce back straight away. He's had line break after line break down the left-hand side. Now he converts it into points. May not be slow scoring for very long. Dummy on the inside, and he comes in and puts it down one-handed. They missed him last week. He's important this week in the scoreline. Panthers now push out 10-4. Latrell, he dumped his oh, long. Brent George, he's got to go. Cody! Oh, oh, the crowd goes up as one. Katie Walker had Jai Arrow unmarked outside. He passed the ball, Cody 
we said, pass the ball. He didn't, he threw the dummy and he's under the black tie. Gets up and plays it now. They come left-hand side. O'Sullivan wants the runner. Oh, he hit Coruscant. Here we go. Here goes Latrell. He's full of running. Needs more pace. Oh! He's dropped it again. Jackson Polo has dropped two in two minutes. Last tackle. Coruscant, kick, ball free. Dived on Lynn, who got the four. Almost under the black dot as well. They celebrate the Panthers. I think they're right. Plays it down to Walker at dummy half. He throws long to Murray. And Murray flicks it out the back now to Ilias. Ilias wants Kalama Tungi. Oh, that is poetic. Campbell Brown gets across. It's a silky pass. It comes from you-know-who. Latrell Mitchell with the try assist. Long ball to Murray. Went out the back wall. Ilias had to go back. Quick hands. Walker. Guess who's going for the ball? As he threw it down. AJ! Oh, yes, he has. Did he put it down? Of course he did. Coruscant out of dummy half. Martin spinning scored. Well, he got the trick play in the second half. He missed the try in the first half. But when it really counted, when they really needed it, Liam Martin, the Tamora Dragon, hit the ball hard, spun out of the tackle, and broke the hearts of the South Sydney faithful. What a game. What a game of rugby league. 26-22, the Panthers over the Rabbitohs. Yeah, fantastic game of rugby league. Jimmy Smith and the team in a commentary last night. Penrith 26 over the South Sydney Rabbitohs 22. And we should say congratulations to Penrith as well, wrapping up the minor premiership with that victory last night against South Sydney. We'll get back to that game in just a second, but let's go to the open line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Andrew is on the line from Brisbane, I think, wanting to talk at the grand final decision. Morning, Andrew. Good morning, mate. How are you today? Yeah, very well. How are you at this early hour of the morning? Yeah, I'm not too certain just yet. <laughs> yeah, it takes a while to decide. What do you want to say, mate? <laughs> mate, we've been trying to get through here for the last couple of days about the grand final conversation you've been having. Mm. I'd love to see it uh, a bit like the Origin used to be. Played one year here, one year there. You know, we've got that great facilities up here in Brisbane. Yep. So I, I know contractually we're obliged to play in Sydney, but uh, contracts don't seem to mean a hell of a lot in rugby league anymore. So I'd love to see you know, a grand final in Brisbane one year, grand final in Sydney the next. Yeah, well, I saw a, I saw a suggestion on Twitter yesterday actually making it uh, that the state of origin, whoever wins the state of origin, decides where the grand final is. I'm not sure if that'll ever happen. Look, I, I don't disagree with you. I think I've said over the past couple of days I'd be happy to let Brisbane, I know you're calling for Brisbane, uh, have the grand final every three or four years. Hey, what do you make of this now proposal from Peter Volandis? Of course, he said yesterday that Sydney will have it this year, but this Super Bowl-type style where it could go not just Sydney, Brisbane, but anywhere in Australia and probably anywhere in New Zealand. <laughs> Your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, look, I'm not a great fan of that. I mean, I'm not even a big fan of Origin uh, not being in the States of Origin. I think it should remain uh, as it always was. But, I mean, I understand we're trying to reach a bigger audience and all that sort of stuff, but uh, it can't always be about TV rights. Things like, you know, starting the game at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, that's all about the TV, right? I'd rather 
Uh, I'd rather say it's a little bit traditional. Yeah, well, I, I've been to a state of origin, Andrew, in Melbourne um, about four or five years ago. And look, it was a good experience. The MCG pretty much sold out. But I do agree with you. I, I would love to have just in Sydney and Brisbane. But I suppose uh, when you've got to think about it, it is our biggest product and it does, I suppose, throw, show the game in different markets. But, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens with the grand final. Who do you support, mate? Uh, the Mighty Dogs. Uh-oh, the Bulldog. Uh, give yourself a chance against Parramatta tomorrow. Uh, I have to. I support them regardless. <laughs> oh, all right, mate. Well, but, you know, we seem to, we seem to light up for Parramatta, so mm. we should go. We might go right. Yeah, no, exactly. Should be a good. Should be a good game. And Parramatta not in the greatest of form. Andrew, thanks, mate. Have a good day. Thanks for taking the call. No worries, mate. Andrew from Brisbane. You can join us on the open line anytime. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Yeah. So back on that game last night, and if you want to continue on that conversation with Andrew, feel free to do so. Penrith 26, South Sydney 22. Weird old game, wasn't it? Um, Ivan Cleary decided to bench premiership winning hook, uh, hooker Appy Coruscant. Hello, it did work out. He came on in about the 23rd minute. Wasn't Liam Martin involved heavily in the last five or so minutes? Scored the match winning try with about two minutes remaining, but made that bust with the five minutes remaining. He almost scored, got them the penalty and 22 all. And then as I say, he went on to score a few minutes later, 26-22 off the pass from Coruscant. Penrith seemed to dominate the majority of the game, it has to be said. But South did a very good job at just fighting back Latrell Mitchell. That pass to Cody Walker, absolutely sensational. Um, and again, on the edges, South Sydney scoring tries almost at will at various times in that game. Um, I had someone say to me the other day about why do South Sydney do this? Surely teams can predict that that's what they're going to do, but they're just so good at it. But in the end, 26 points to 22, the Panthers, they secure the minor premiership. And I said yesterday on the show, and I tip Penrith, look, South Sydney are very, very hard to beat and will continue to be hard to beat throughout the season. But even though no Nathan Cleary, no Jerome Luai, without a few others, Dylan Edwards was back for Penrith, which was a very important in. The Panthers are still going to be very hard to beat this year, and even without some of their superstars, they still did well. Look, I don't think South Sydney will be too disappointed with the performance. Jason Demetrio said uh, post-match that he wasn't disappointed. The Penrith got a few handy players, but they do need to be better when they are playing the big teams, especially in the finals. If you watch that game, if you're a Souths fan, if you're a Penrith fan or just a neutral, what did you make of it? And where do you think that leaves South Sydney? Um, and all this talk about South Sydney being back, and look, I think they are definitely a premiership contender, no doubt about it, but their next two games are pretty tricky. At the moment, they are sitting uh, on the ladder on 28 points, and they're in fifth position, but next week... They will go and play the Cowboys. That will be in Sydney, so that will favour them slightly. And then they play the Roosters at the new Allianz Stadium. Quite possibly, they could win both of those matches and finish on 32, but there is a chance that they could lose both of those matches and stay on 28 points. They're for and against far superior than the Broncos and the Eels. Only nine better than the Roosters, though. And I was having a look at the ladder. This is how close outside of the Panthers, who, as I say, have moved up to 40 points and won the minor premiership now. But outside of them, the other 
eight teams in contention for the seven spots in the top eight. It is very, very close. And if the Storm are to beat the Broncos tonight and the Bulldogs are to beat the Eels tomorrow and the Roosters win tomorrow, the eighth-place team could actually move to fifth by the end of the weekend. The Roosters would jump to 28, and with the superior for and against, then the majority of them, the Rabbitohs, do have a better for and against, but you'd assume the Roosters would win by more than nine. They could go to fifth position. That is just how close this competition is and how important these games are this weekend, in particular for the Broncos tonight against the Storm and the Eels tomorrow against the Bulldogs. They are no sure things, either of them or the Roosters, um, of making the top eight. Even the Rabbitohs, you feel they're pretty safe with their for and against on 28, but you just never know. This competition has three weeks to go, minus one game, and no one knows what is going to happen in terms of the top eight. Your thoughts on last night's game? 0457 736 736. Do you still see Souths as a premiership contender? Do you see them more so as a premiership contender after only losing to Penrith by four points? Or did the fact they couldn't beat an understrength Penrith worry you a bit? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Thank you for this text from Jimbo the Dragon, a regular listener to Tradies. He says, Morning, Dan. In fact, I think he listens every day. Uh, morning, Dan. Disappointing. This is the final Tradies news of the week. Would you consider doing Saturday and Sunday too? Well, I appreciate Jimbo the Dragon. Um, and if I could get a pay rise, I would definitely consider it. But love your support. Regular listener. Listens to every single minute of the show. Thank you, Jimbo the Dragon, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Your thoughts on last night's match? Also, Fairy Tower finishes thrilling endings to matches. Um, South Sydney, you've had a few, not last night, unfortunately, with Liam Martin scoring in the 78th minute, but your best innings to a rugby league match, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Now, Ivan Cleary was asked post-match about whether he'll think about resting some of his players, and it wouldn't surprise me if he does choose to do so. However, he still has Nathan Cleary and Jerome Lloyd to come back. So, interesting times. Your thoughts on all of that? Your best innings to rugby league matches? Anything else? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Charlie Goodsir will join me in about 15 minutes. We will preview the rest of round 23 of the NRL. But after this, we'll check what else is making news. It's 14 past five. At 18 and a half past five, 1300 01 1170 0457 736 736. If you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator, or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com.au. 19 past. Five thoughts on last night's match. Where does that leave South Sydney? Do you still think they're a premiership contender this year? I do. Uh, I think they're still very, a very, very dangerous side when they're at their best. Thrilling endings, fairy tale endings to a rugby league match. Them heaps of them over the years. Best 
uh, text or find try and find a prize. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Your fairy tale endings to a rugby league match and your bold predictions for the weekend because there is a lot of sport happening across the weekend, both locally and also internationally. NRL, AFL, final round of the AFL, EPL. There is a heap going on. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Fairy tale endings to a rugby league match. To rugby league matches. Your thoughts on last night's game and your bold prediction for the weekend or this uh, yesterday Peter Volandis held a press conference about 1.30 uh, awarding the grand final and we had a call about this earlier on in the show from Andrew in Brisbane Sydney getting the grand final for 2022 however it is only for this year only at this stage because it is up for sale in a Super Bowl style agreement after awarding this year's decided Sydney for this season on Sunday the 2nd of October. Now a long term 20 year deal to host the NRL Grand Final until, until 2042 has collapsed following a breakdown and talks over an $800 million suburban stadium funding deal. So, uh, Volandi said yesterday that after extensive negotiations, we have made a decision, and that is to hold the game in Sydney this year. It has been a hard decision because the Queensland Premier has been fantastic to deal with. I should point out that the New South Wales government has succeeded this year, but this is for a one year. Negotiations will recommence for future grand finals. It opens the door for a Super Bowl-style concept and whoever can give us the best deal. Unfortunately, the New South Wales government hasn't agreed on funding for stadiums and community assets. This is a one-year deal, and from next year on, the NRL Grand Final is on the table. If you look at the Super Bowl concept, the NRL Grand Final could go anywhere. We have four clubs in Queensland, and if you look at it pro rata, Queensland should get the NRL Grand Final 1 in four years. Okay, well, that's fair enough. I don't think anyone has a huge issue. I know some people would like it to stay in Sydney, being traditional, and I, uh, I'm i sort of in, in, in both camps there. But what about this Super Bowl-style method? We had a concept. We had a caller, as I said, asked Andrew about it earlier. He didn't really like it. What about you? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It means really, if, if they are to go for this Super Super Bowl style, how many cities realistically could host and would want to host the NRL Grand Final? You've obviously got the obvious two, Sydney and Brisbane, New South Wales and Queensland. Melbourne, I'm sure, would put their hand up to it. Potentially Perth, I think, would definitely want it. Would Adelaide want it? I'm not sure. And then you look at cities in New Zealand. Well, I'm sure Auckland would probably put their hand up. They've got a big enough ground in Eden Park. Wellington, maybe. Um, but could go anywhere. So does that mean if somewhere in England, like a Wembley Stadium, and I know we're being a bit silly about it, but a Wembley Stadium put their hand up and said, look, would like the NRL Grand Final, if they were the ones paying the highest money, could be played over there. What do you make of this? Um, I... Look, I understand the idea, however, uh, I think the NRL Grand Final belongs in the heartland of rugby league. Now, whether that be New South Wales and Queensland, and Queensland, I, I, that is a decision that has to be made. But it's one thing, I think, taking state of origin to Melbourne and Adelaide and Perth, and I, I don't have a huge issue with that, but I think it's another thing taking the NRL Grand Final, as much as it would promote the game... I think it's another thing taking the NRL Grand Final out of Sydney or Brisbane. 
0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Your thoughts on this Super Bowl style concept that Peter Vlandis was talking about yesterday about potentially moving the grand final out of Sydney and Brisbane could go anywhere. There is a state election in New South Wales coming up in March as well, and we don't know whether it'll be the current Liberal government that wins that or the Labor government that takes over, which may change things in terms of what's going on with the stadiums um, and with the grand final. That is in March. Um, The grand final won't be... There will not be a decision you wouldn't think on the grand final until... Well, anything, if this is anything to go by, a long time after that. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Your thoughts on this Super Bowl style concept? Could you see the grand final? I know we had a bit of fun with it yesterday, but realistically, do you think it would work? Can you see the grand final being played anywhere other than Sydney and Brisbane? And should it be played anywhere other than Sydney and Brisbane? Meanwhile, on the news last night, Chris O'Keefe reporting on Channel 9 said the NRL's relationship with the New South Wales government is at an all-time low. Senior ministers right now are actively lobbying the Premier to pull funding for major rugby league funding as a direct result of not committing to holding the grand final in Sydney into the future. So this places the $300 million for a brand new stadium for the Penrith Panthers at risk. Ministers want Dominic Perrottet to kill this project off immediately. Plus, they want him to pull the Centre of Excellence funding, which will build state-of-the-art training facilities in Kellyville for the Parramatta Eels, Belmore for the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, and Wollongong for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. That is $50 million that these NRL clubs were banking on and now is at risk. Chris O'Keefe went on to say it is unclear if the Premier will listen to members of his Cabinet and agree to pull these funds, but there is no question the relationship between the NRL and the New South Wales Government is at an all-time low. Your thoughts on all of that? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Um, Super Bowl-style concept? Would you like to see the NRL try that and be played somewhere in a different city each year? Highest bidder, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 And Just before a break, Storm coach Craig Bellamy has hinted at retirement in 2023 and has ruled out a career swan song helping Kevin Walters at the Broncos, declaring Brisbane can become a premiership force without his services. Bellamy opened up in an interview to News Corp on a range of topics as the champion Melbourne coach prepared for what shapes as one of his final games at Suncorp Stadium in Friday night blockbuster against the Broncos. The 63-year-old addressed his future in the NRL, saying that I am coming to an end ahead of the Broncos game tonight. Hopefully, this isn't my last game at Suncorp as coach. He went on to say, I've told too many lies in the last few years about retirement, but I'm thinking next year will probably be it for me. The good thing is I have a contract option where I don't have to tie myself up long-term. The club has been good to me, saying we will take it a year at a time, as long as I make a call early enough to give them time to find a new coach, which in itself is interesting, because where does that leave Cam Munster? If Craig Bellamy is to retire at the end of 2023, surely that would influence Cam Munster's decision. Now, we don't know if Bellamy is going to retire at the end of 2023 or not, but You'd think if Bellamy was to continue, it would probably persuade 
Cam Munster to stay at the Melbourne Storm more so than if Bellamy does retire. Interesting to see what happens there. 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. The Superstar, Super Bowl style grand final concept. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Your best innings to rugby league. Like it? Not like it? And also uh, your thoughts on last night's game. A South still a premiership contender. We will get to your text shortly, but after this uh, we will preview the rest of round 23 of the NRL with Charlie Goodsir, and then we will get to all your texts. So keep them coming in. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Welcome back to Tradies News in a Nutshell, Friday morning, the 19th of August, 2022. one 1170 or 0457 It's Friday morning, which means only one thing. Well, it means a couple of things, but in terms of this show, it means Charlie Goodsir is in the studio. Charlie, good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning. We were just talking off-air in the ad break. Uh, there's a particular pub that advertises with us here at SCN that stays open until 6am, so what was your idea to me? I reckon we should do a uh, tradies show mm. um, at the Rose and Crown. Yep, in um, Parramatta. In, yep. in Parramatta, right next to Comex Stadium. It's open until 6am, so I think that'd be perfect for you and I. Yep, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. Well, let's put that to management, to Jeremy, yep. to Hutchie. Ab- yeah, absolutely. If you're listening, we've got to make it happen. I'll send it to them. What do you reckon they'll say? Uh, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll think about it, yeah. <laughs> uh, they'll get back to us next year. Um, now, let's get on to uh, the serious business of football. We'll get to the NRL, of course, one game already played last night. But, of course, the NRLW kicking off this weekend as well. The first game at, Ca- uh, at Combank Stadium at 1pm between the Eels and the Roosters. Dragons will play the Titans at Wynn Stadium on Sunday at midday. Um, and then we have the Knights and the Broncos at 10 past 6 on Sunday night at McDonald Jones Stadium. Fantastic season last year, which was actually earlier this year, two seasons in one year thanks to COVID. The Roosters ended up winning that one last year against the Dragons or earlier this year against the Dragons. But it was really entertaining to watch and I think we're going to have a really good season again this year. Yeah, I think so too. I think um, after the success of uh, the season earlier this year, there's been a lot of hype, there's been a lot of build-up around it and yeah, just really looking forward to it, especially with the announcement of some new teams entering mm. uh, later down the track. I think, yeah, it's only just going to get bigger and better. And getting the honour as well to open Allianz Stadium two weeks today uh, ahead of the Roosters South games. That will get a good crowd in because there'll be people in there very early that y- night. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's a fantastic way to sort of uh, kick off that new stadium and uh, yeah, kick off the... The re- hopefully, in your case, Dan, the reign of the Sydney Roosters over Alliance. We'll see what happens. It all kicks off tomorrow at Combank Stadium, 1pm. The Parramatta Eels up against the defending premiers, the Sydney Roosters. Uh, all right, let's get stuck in to the NRL. Some A mixed bag of games, I'd call it, this weekend. Last night's game, of course, a big matchup. But we kick off Friday night footy with... Well, it's an important game for the Cowboys. They host the Warriors in Townsville. I saw the Cowboys firsthand last Saturday. I thought the Roosters were very good. I thought the Cowboys, and look, they probably had a lot to deal with over the course of the last week or so. I thought they were a bit down on what you'd expect from them, and they'd want to bounce back against the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors are excellent. Mm. Um, albeit against the uh, the Dogs, who are down the arse end of the ladder, but the Dogs are, like we've always said, a lot better than their ladder position suggests, and 
It was the Warriors of old. They mm. looked really strong early. They gave up a lead and then fought the way back. And Sean Johnson just looked like the Sean Johnson of old. Mm. I mean that that solo try. I mean, I personally, I could see that dummy coming from a mile away. <laughs> uh, the one that it, the second one that he scored, but. Mm. Again, so good to see, and it looked like they were just having a lot of fun. It looks like they're so happy back to be at Mount Smart Stadium. I know that they're based out of um, mm. Redcliffe and they're flying back there, but they look so much happier when they are there. Their fans are coming in uh, in droves, so they did great. However, this game is not at Mount Smart Stadium. No, it's it, not. it is in Townsville, and for that reason, go on the Cowboys. Yeah, I got a comment, or someone asked me the other day about how the Warriors will play next year. I think they'll be... Now, I don't know if they'll be a top eight side, but I think they'll be vastly improved yep. having... 12 games and a lot of people have been saying there should be every game that the Warriors play should be in New Zealand we'll wait and see what happens with that but I have to agree with you the Cowboys they're sitting in second position they need to bounce back I think they will and they'll win this game tonight this next game 7.55 tonight at Suncorp Stadium the Brisbane Broncos taking on the Melbourne Storm Interesting game. Um, the Storm have a very good record over the Brisbane Broncos, and the Broncos have been a little shaky over recent weeks. Yes, they beat the Knights last weekend, but even that was a bit shaky at various times before they ran away with it. The Storm, they've been better over the past few weeks. They've still got a few entries out. No confirmation yet whether Jerome Hughes will play or not. How do you see this one going? It's an important game for both teams for their top eight and top four hopes. Records are meant to be broken. Yes. Just not this time. No. Uh, this, one, this, this one's pretty easy for me. I, I think the Storm are going to win. Mm. They've got a great record against the Broncos mm. in at Suncorp. We heard Wally the Stats man say they haven't lost a game against Brisbane mm. in Brisbane since 2009. Mm. It's a long time. It's a long Very time. long time. Um, they say a week's long time in, in football, but gee whiz, how about 13 years? Um, yeah, I, I think it's pretty easy for me. They... The defence is what I'm, I'm basing this off the most. Mm. The defence for the Storm looked so good against uh, Penrith the other night. So that's why we own the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, I'm going to tip Melbourne as well. If Brisbane can upset Melbourne, uh, they'll cause a bit of a boil over. But yeah, I think the Storm will win. The games tomorrow, three games tomorrow, all in Sydney actually. The Parramatta Eels taking on the Bulldogs. Now, there's a lot of talk about the Roosters and the Raiders competing for eighth position. This is a big game for the Eels as well. You look at who they have after the Bulldogs, and don't forget, the Bulldogs beat them earlier in the year. Convincingly beat them as well. Exactly. No sure thing that Mitchell Moses will play either. We'll wait and see what happens with that. Uh, the Eels, very disappointing against a good South Sydney side the other uh, the other night last week. But still, I expected a lot more from the Eels. The Bulldogs, they would have been disappointed with their performance against the Warriors, but their form over the past couple of months has been pretty good. Uh, Cameron Serraldo announces coach for the next five years from next year earlier on in the week. How do you see this one playing out? This one intrigues me. Yeah, I watched the first 20 minutes of that, that Eels-Rabbitohs game, mm. and... Uh yeah, I'm pretty happy that I've had to leave and didn't watch the rest of it because <laughs> I knew straight away that the Eels were going to get pumped. Yep. They looked so far off the pace. The it body was, language it was all funny. They looked so despondent, a bit lazy, a mm. bit tired, a bit, mm. oh, we have to play this rugby game. <laughs> Whereas I think the Rabbitohs knew this was 
it was, was one of the games of the round against mm. two top eight teams who are mm. really fighting um, f- to, uh, I guess, um, stamp their credentials, their premiership mm. credentials. One side looks a whole lot better out of it, and one side looks a whole lot worse, and that's why we on the Bulldogs. I, I honestly think the Bulldogs can put a score on the Eels. I think the Eels are really poor, mm. but again, you just don't know what Eels side you're going to get. No. You don't know if they're going to be world beaters mm. or cellar dwellers. And it's funny, I reckon we stood here about six or seven weeks ago, and I asked you the question, will the Eels miss the yeah. top eight? And we both agreed they wouldn't. We also probably didn't see them beating Penrith either, which no, gave no, them we definitely didn't. those extra two points. But after the Bulldogs game, they've got uh, next weekend, the Broncos next Thursday up in Brisbane, and they finish off with another Thursday night game against the Eels here in Sydney. You just don't know. No. Y- you would expect them to probably potentially lose both of those matches, but they could easily win those two matches and lose tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I will tip the Eels, but with no great faith at all. Uh, now, 5.30 at Four Pines Park, the Manly Seagulls, who lost to the Gold Coast Titans, the team you've tipped every week <laughs> up until last week, uh, on Sunday, up against the Cronulla Sharks. The Sharks, I would say, and I think we made mention of this, uh, might not have been with you, but they their run home to the finals. Now, I wouldn't say Manly is an easy team to be, um, and it will be harder at Brookvale as well. But it's a fairly soft run to the finals compared to a lot of the other teams. Manly, a pretty good record at Brookvale over. We know that. They'll want to bounce back. Their top eight homes, hopes all but done, but they'll want to bounce back from that loss to the Titans last week. How do you see this one? Really interesting. Uh, the Manly season has just imploded right before our eyes. Mm. And to be honest, I, I think it was... I think it started before the whole Pride Pride jersey controversy. I think there were signs there that they weren't exactly 100% on. I think that just kind of got the ball rolling, mm. if you will. And then, yeah, on the weekend, God, they made the Titans look like the top four side. They did. The Titans <laughs> were very good. It's really impressive. No, Seagulls are done. Yep. They, they look like they're ready for the season to be over. They look like they're playing their Mad Monday costumes already. Mm. Sharks. Just keep on going on. I, I think what's impressed me most about the Sharks is that at times they haven't looked as impressive, but they beat the teams they're meant to beat. Yep. They they just get the job done, mm. and every now and then they put in that performance that's, that reminds us all how good they can be. And I think that's really that's a really good trade to have that a team can just win. Mm. Agreed. And I, I think they'll finish top two. Yeah, I think, I, I, they well I think they'll finish uh, ahead of the Cowboys. Mm. And I think that bodes really well for their premiership chances. I'm, I'm a bit shaky on Penrith, to be honest. Mm. I, I think it's not just a one-horse race now. I think uh, Sharks can really... I'm, I'm putting them now a premiership chance. All right, can we asked this yesterday, briefly mentioned it. Can a team from outside that top four win the premiership this year? One can. What, who? Uh, the Sydney Roosters. You don't think South Sydney, presuming I they finish outside? I don't think South Sydney can. I okay. think they're prone to... I think they're a bit weaker against those topper echelon teams. When I think the Sydney strength, Roosters... Yeah. I, I think when they're going, they are the best team in the competition, even better than Penrith, to be honest. Interesting call. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even pay you money to say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm tipping the Sharks in that game. Manly have... The, uh, you just have to wonder what happened and how the how everyone is getting on in that club. Look, they may be getting on very well, but it reminds me a bit of what happened at the Dragons last year. They just seem a bit disinterested now. Yeah, and that, ha- that, that's the word for it, disinterested. They look like they just don't want to be there. And have done for a few weeks now. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Roosters, they play the Tigers at the Sydney Cricket Ground, the final game at the Sydney Cricket Ground, the final regular game at the Sydney Cricket Ground before they move into their new stadium of Allianz Stadium. 
They play the Tigers, who, well, we know how badly they have been. The pay the Tigers uh, paying nine dollars on Sportsbet gamble responsibly. The dollar uh, the Roosters a dollar seven. Hard to see anything but a Roosters win. However, I would say the Roosters have a very good record against the Tigers, but when the Roosters team tend to play teams, and when the Roosters are playing well as well. They don't tend to play very well against these lower place clubs. They'll win, but they'll bumble their way to a victory. I can't remember the last time I've seen the Roosters. I know they beat the Dragons. I think they put 50 on them then or came close, but they still led in 26 points. They don't want to be doing that against the Tigers tomorrow night. It's, yeah, it's it, it's a weird one. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was, was it the first game of the SCG that the Tigers beat uh, the Roosters or I, to open one of the seasons? I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure when it was. Yeah, it was 2018. It was not at the SCG. It was out at uh, Accor at Homebush. Mm, it was that's the right. first game James Desco played. It was the first game Cooper Cronk played. That's, yeah, th- that's right. All those stars in and the Tigers yeah. still tab them up. I'm... For some reason, I've just got that in my head at the moment that this is like a game that oh, the Roosters are firing everyone, including myself, mm. are saying they are the one one team or possibly two teams that can win outside mm. the top four. Mm. Um, so I'm a bit iffy about the Tigers, and always when you're a, a, a team kind of on top versus a team at the, at the bottom of the ladder, sort of play to their level a little bit, like yes. we saw with the Broncos, the Knights over the weekend, where they only kind of just scrape by like yeah. 20 out of 10 was pretty generous to to the Broncos I thought um, Roosters yeah I think the Roosters will win I think it's the only way the Roosters really win out of this game though is if they get through it injury free and put a big score on the Tigers if they actually lose the match or still win it but they bumble their way through it just isn't a good look for a team that uh, is looking for six victories in a row in saying that. I think they'll win pretty comfortably. Uh, the Dragons take on the Titans. Let's not spend too much time on this match. Look, the Titans were very good last week, and I thought the Dragons played well against Canberra. Canberra, I'm far from convinced, even after that performance. I feel very sorry for Ben Hunt, who's been one of the best players in the NRL. Definitely the Dragons' best throughout season 2022. How do you see this one going? I find this one pretty hard to tip if the Titans turn up like they did last week. I found this one, this one pretty easy to tip, actually. I'm going the Gold Coast Titans. Yep, again. And yes. for the first time in forever... <laughs> you mean it. I mean it, and yep. with a bit of confidence. It's not just a, a funny ha-ha, you're one kind of upset of the round. Mm. I generally think they are, based on last week's uh, performance and for the Dragons across a few weeks, I think the Titans are the better team going into this. I think it finally all clicked for them mm. on, on Sunday uh, against Manly. It finally... We saw... For feeder, just play really well. We saw uh, both Thurmore score two great tries. We just saw everything click. They looked, they gelled basically, and I think that's really important towards the back end of a season where you could just pick up a win here and there, or just put in really good performances, which, which is what they've done. They've got that win under their belt. Mm. They've got a taste for it now. They're out for blood. Uh, they're going to beat the Dragons. Yeah, I'm going the Titans as well. And added to all of that, I just wonder, with the Dragons losing by two points, probably should have got a penalty, should have at least gone to Golden Point last weekend. Really, the chances of playing top eight footy is gone. After putting in all that effort last Sunday, where they didn't play that badly, there's not much to play for on no. Sunday. So I think it may take it out of them. I think the Titans, too, watch the Dragons score 50 and win that game easily. And we finish off with what is an interesting game, Knights and the Raiders. It's a crucial game for Canberra, depending what happens with the Roosters. Um, the Raiders losing and the Roosters winning basically guarantees the Roosters a top-eight spot. 
You would think the Raiders would win. The Knights have had a very bad week. I know you're a Knights fan. It is in Newcastle. Can they turn up and play some really, really good footy and surprise virtually every single person on planet Earth? <laughs> Including myself. Including you. Oh, look. <laughs> no. <laughs> no uh, if it was anywhere else but Newcastle, yep. I would say yes. Yep. It's in Newcastle. We have a shocking record on Newcastle. Yep. That being said, mm. the Newcastle Knights are going to win this game against the Canberra Raiders. Mm. I think Canberra, looking at their run home, they're pretty much expected to win every game mm. and kind of, and, and I, myself included, thinks they're going to make the eight. Um, they're going to sneak in. So, I'm not sure who goes out or, or what, but I, I think they're a good enough side to make it. The only problem is, is that it's their points differential, which is the issue. Yeah. And this game, they would have circled and be like, this is where we can tell up a big score. And that is dangerous because mm. I would say, and I'm sure they will do this and Ricky Stewart will tell us as well, let's just play our brand, get in front first, and then we can worry about putting a score on. Let's just make sure we're playing to our strengths and in a position where we can't lose. Look, I'd say last week the Raiders were far from convincing against the Dragons. They weren't good. It is interesting you mentioned the for and against. Um, They are way behind the Roosters Mm. on for and against. You mentioned them telling up a score. That will probably only really matter, though, is if the the Roosters tell up a score against the Tigers, it really doesn't make any difference. I don't know off the top of my head what Parramatta are on, but, Mm. yeah, the Raiders just need to win. They just need to keep winning, and they won't. I I think this is like the classic, you're... You know, you're pushing the finals and just expected to win, and then you drop a game you shouldn't towards the end of the year, which just ruins that that run. It happens to a lot of teams who are constantly kind of ninth and tenth battling for it, mm. and then just come against the side fourteenth, fifteenth, like Newcastle, mm. and expect to win, and for whatever reason, it just doesn't come together. I am going to tip Canberra. However, I do think it'll be a lot closer than some people think. We'll wait and see. Charlie, good stuff. I'm not here next Friday, so the next time we speak will be the last leading into the first game of round 25 we've done, and it will be the day of Allianz Stadium opening. Yeah, can't wait. It's going to be huge, and uh, yeah, go the Newcastle Knights. Very exciting. Thank you, Charlie. Your thoughts on all of that? Uh, 1-300-01-1170-0457-736-736. Break back with more. This is Traddy's News in a nutshell. It is breakfast not too far away with Vossie and Brandy through SEN 1170 AM and through 693 SENQ AM, 693 AM and also 1620 AM Gold Coast. Patton Hills, they'll have the preview of Brisbane, Melbourne tonight and looking for the biggest lines of Brisbane Broncos fan, $100 voucher for the Sporting Globe up for grabs. There you go. A lot of texts. Let's whip through them to finish off the week. Crisco says, living the tradie life, walking the dog at 5 AM. Well done, Crisco. The yo- Oval Treeman says, Hi Dan, one for the Rabbitohs fans out there. I'm going back to 2008 when they played the Cowboys in Townsville. Uh, down 28-4 with 30 minutes to go after the Cowboys had scored 16 points in the 10 minutes since halftime. The Rabbitohs then scored four converted tries to type the game at 28 all before Chris Sando, having debuted a few weeks before, kicked a field goal. Thank you, Yeovil Treeman. Uh, Big G says, Morning Dan, great comebacks. Round 18-2000, Panthers versus Tigers, 31 
on eight with 23 minutes to go. Panthers win 32-31. Yeah, I remember that. It was a great game. A great result last night. Very proud of the boys. And this one from Junior Smithy to finish us off. Morning, Dan. Looking, uh, look, Making the grand final a Super Bowl-style concept can work, and the NRL can benefit big time with the NRL being able to negotiate development of stadiums and facilities from the grassroots all the way to the NRL level. Thank you, Junior Smithy. Thank you to everyone that has been a part of the show this week. Been a good week. Have a wonderful weekend. Rossi Brandy through SEN 1170 AM next. Patton Hills through SEN 693 AM and 1620 Gold Coast. I'll see you Monday. Have a great weekend. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30 AM for a limited time only. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.